Hello, and welcome to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I am your host, Mr. Miller. This podcast will cover a number of topics that happened on this date in history. Please visit the podcast webpage at thishappentoday.buzzsprout.com. There you can download the notes page, which will help you organize the information, as well as develop your own ideas on how these events change the world around us. If you're interested in hearing more, please consider subscribing so you will not miss out on what happens tomorrow in history. Today is April 19th. Today in 1897, the world's oldest annual marathon was run in Boston, Massachusetts for the very first time. On April, 18, or on April 19, 1897, John J. McDermott of New York won the first Boston Marathon with a time of 2 hours, 55 minutes, and 10 seconds. The Boston Marathon was a brainchild of Boston Athletic Association member and inaugural U.S. Olympic team manager John Graham, who was inspired by the marathon at the first modern Olympic Games in Athens in 1896. With the assistance of Boston businessman Herbert, Herbert H. Holton, Various routes were considered before a measured distance of 24.5 miles from the Irvington Oval in Boston to Metcalfe's Mill in Ashland was eventually selected. Fifteen runners started the race, but only ten made it to the finish line. John J. McDermott, representing the Pastime Athletic Club of New York City, took the lead from Harvard athlete Dick Grant over the hills in Newton. Although he walked several times during the final miles, McDermott still won by a comfortable 6 minute 52 seconds. McDermott had won the only other marathon on U.S. soil the previous October in New York. The marathon's distance was changed in 1908 in accordance with Olympic standards to its current length of 26 miles, 385 yards. The Boston Marathon was originally held on Patriots Day, April 19th, a regional holiday that commemorated the beginning of the Revolutionary War. In years when the 19th fell on a Sunday, the race was held the following Monday. In 1969, Patriots Day was officially moved to the third Monday in April, and the race has been held on that Monday ever since. Women were not allowed to enter the Boston race officially until 1972, but Roberta, Bobby Gibb, couldn't wait. In 1966, she became the first woman to run the entire Boston Marathon, but had to hide in the bushes near the start until the race began. In 1967, Katherine Switzer, who had officially registered as K.V. Switzer, was the first woman to run with a race number. Switzer finished even though officials tried to physically remove her from the race after she was identified as a woman. In the fall of 1971, the Amateur Athletics Union permitted its sanctioned marathons, including Boston, to allow female entry. Nina Kuskik became the first official female participant to win the Boston Marathon in 1972. Seven other women started and finished that race. In 1975, the Boston Marathon became the first major marathon to include a wheelchair division competition. Bob Hall won it in 2 hours, 58 minutes. The Boston Marathon was the scene of a 2013 terrorist attack that killed three spectators and wounded more than 260 others. On the morning of April 19, 1995, an ex-Army soldier and security guard named Timothy McVeigh parked a rented rider truck in front of the Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building in downtown Oklahoma City. He was about to commit a mass murder. Inside the vehicle was a powerful bomb made out of a deadly cocktail of agricultural fertilizer, diesel fuel, and other chemicals. McVeigh got out, locked the door, and headed towards his getaway car. He ignited one-time fuse and then another. At precisely 9.02 a.m., the bomb exploded. Within minutes, the surrounding area looked like a war zone. A third of the building had been reduced to rubble, with many floors flattened like pancakes. Dozens of cars were incinerated, and more than 300 nearby buildings were damaged or destroyed. The human toll was even more devastating. 
168 souls lost, including 19 children with several hundred more injured. It was the worst act of homegrown terrorism in the nation's history. Coming on the heels of the World Trade Center bombing in New York two years earlier, the media and many Americans immediately assumed that the attack was the handiwork of Middle Eastern terrorists. The FBI, meanwhile, quickly arrived at the scene and began supporting rescue efforts in investigating the facts. Beneath a pile of concrete and twisted steel were clues, and the FBI was determined to find them. It didn't take long. On April 20th, the rear axle of a rider truck was located, which yielded a vehicle identification number that was traced to a body shop in Junction City, Kansas. Employees at the shop helped the FBI quickly put together a composite drawing of the man who had rented the van. Agents showed the drawing around town, and local hotel employees supplied a name, Tim McVeigh. A quick call to the Bureau's Criminal Justice Information Services Division of West Virginia on April 21st led to an astonishing discovery. McVeigh was already in jail. He had been pulled over about 80 miles north of Oklahoma City by an observant Oklahoma State trooper who noticed a missing license plate on his yellow mercury marquee. McVeigh had concealed weapon and was arrested. It was just 90 minutes after the bombing. From there, the evidence began adding up. Agents found traces of the chemicals used in the explosion on McVeigh's clothes and a business card on which McVeigh had suspiciously scribbled TNT at $5 a stick, need more. They learned about McVeigh's extremist ideologies and his anger over the events at Waco two years earlier. They discovered that a friend of McVeigh's named Terry Nichols helped build the bomb and that another man, Michael Fortier, was aware of the bomb plot. The bombing was quickly solved, but the investigation turned out to be one of the most exhaustive in FBI history. No stone was left unturned to make sure every clue was found and all culprits identified. By the time it was over, the Bureau had conducted more than 28,000 interviews, followed some 43,000 investigative leads, amassed three and a half tons of evidence, and reviewed nearly a billion pieces of information. In the end, the government that McVeigh hated and hoped to topple swiftly captured him and convincingly convicted both him and his co-conspirators. In 1997, Timothy McVeigh was convicted of the bombing, and on June 11th of 2001, he was executed by lethal injection. And finally, the world's oldest man, Shiroman Kimura from Japan, was celebrating his 116th birthday on April 19th of 2013. Kimura was believed to be the last living person to have lived across three different centuries. From June 12th, 2013, the Guinness Book of World Records was saddened to learn of the passing of Hiraman Kimura at age 116 years and 54 days. Our thoughts and condolences are with Mr. Kimura's family and friends. Hiraman Kimura of Kyotango, Japan, was recognized by Guinness World Records as the oldest living person, the oldest living man, and the oldest man ever. Born on April 19, 1897, Hiraman Kimura was the first man in history to have lived 116 years old and continues to hold the world record for the oldest man ever. Mr. Kimura became the oldest man ever on December 28, 2012 at the age of 115 years, 253 days, breaking the record set by Christian Mortensen of Denmark, who lived from 1882 to 1998. Hiraman Kimura also held the record for the oldest living man, a title he gained on the 14th of April, 2011 at the age of 113 years, 360 days, following the death of Walter Bruning of the United States, who lived from 1896 to 2011. Kimura, who celebrated his 116th birthday on the 19th in 2013, was also the world's oldest living person. He took that title from Dinah Manfredini, who lived from 1897 to 2012. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast. 
I thank you for listening, and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you to the following websites for their information regarding today's topics. ThePeopleHistory.com Boston Marathon at History.com The Oklahoma City Bombing at FBI.gov and World's Oldest Man Celebrated His Birthday at GuinnessWorldRecords.com The music used as the background track for this podcast is Americana, created by Kevin McLeod on Incompetech.com. If you enjoyed this information and would like to hear more, please consider subscribing as this will keep the historical events in your feed in the morning for each day. I hope you have a great day.